Hello and welcome to another episode of Inside the Drinker's Studio. My name is Ralph. And I am Michelle. And we're here at the home base at the Black Orchid Lounge. Yeah! And today we're talking to a special somebody, um, mm-hmm. my barber, uh, the guy who brought me into power at the pass. His name is Adrian Joshua Wolf. Uh, How's it going? <laughs> it's, like, it's, uh, it's your boy. <laughs> it ain't no secret. It's your boy. <laughs> Adrian. So, yeah, actually, I met Adrian at uh, Gentleman's Republic when yep. I went there. Um, we I met was, randomly. Where yeah. is that? Yeah. Is that the one? Uh, it is on Mesa and... In between uh, Rim and Schuster. Yeah, yeah. But Oh, the fancy house? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. Yes. Cool. When was the last time you got your haircut? Um, there, I haven't gone because my good sir Adrian left to start his own business. Ah, okay. Um, and he is now on his own as a barber and hairstylist. Well, yeah, well, I'd say stylist more. Yeah. I mean, cool. so like, you're a woman, you're a dude. You In between, cut. doesn't matter. <laughs> you know, it's 2018. You want to cut, yep. you want to dye. Uh, Adrian's, Adrian's your guy. I did not know that. I yeah. didn't know he did women. <coughs> oh, yeah. I, I, oh, yeah. I do women. Yes, I do <laughs> lots, lots of women. So I also do hair. I also do hair for women. <laughs> okay. But, um, but uh, that's joke, like, joke. punto y aparte. How are you, Ralph? I'm good. How are you? I am very happy, actually. Yeah, why are you so happy? Because for the first time in the four years of Black Orchid history, we managed to pull out a menu, a cocktail menu, in like two hours. Wow. Well, I mean, no, these guys worked their ass off all week to get their drinks done. Um, but la- yesterday, just two hours, and we're just like, bam, 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 awesome, out. this is great, it doesn't need a lot of modification, or this, this and that, well, awesome. and we were all in the same wavelength, Very cool. and we didn't clash, and like, it was, it was fucking wonderful, That's so I yeah. say that this is going to be the best fucking menu oh, at yeah? Black Orchid in so the summer. So this is going to be your summer menu, Yes. and uh, what drink on there are you most proud of? Oh my god, all of them. Yeah. Because they're all so different. That's and, cool. And we, you know, I just, like, gave them instructions. I'm like, guys, you need to have these many drinks for this day, and you're going to present. And we pretty much just eliminated one. Oh, wow. Yeah, that was it. And we all made something different. So nobody, like, oh, I have, like, a tequila. So oh, I have similar. one, too, yeah. or anything. No, no, no. Like Super different. Yeah. That's Unique. cool. When, yeah. I, when I was working at Steve-O's, actually, I helped make the bar menu at Steve-O's. Yeah. So it was really cool. I just came in and, like, I don't know, it was like a craft burger yeah. and beer joint, but they were the only ones at the time on the east side doing, like, crafty stuff. Yeah. And uh, we had a pretty good liquor selection, so I was just nice. whipping up some really cool stuff. Because, you know, I was living in Canada before. I was there for two years. Yep. I was working at this craft whiskey and beer place it was called the alibi room in uh vancouver british columbia in gastown and uh, i would moonlight there just to make extra money because it's super expensive to what does moonlight mean michelle (laughs) you just learned this word tonight i know (laughs) moonlight is when you have a a full-time job and then you go work at nighttime somewhere else bam yeah bam i don't know if that's the dictionary definition but definitely it but we'll take it it, right we'll take it yeah (laughs) so uh, so yeah so um, you know what? I'm very proud of Jose. Where is he? Jose. Oh, he's not um, Jose. Yeah, shout out to here. the bartender yeah. here at Black Orchid because this rusty he, nail yeah. is superb. Well, he's been here for one year, and he didn't, he'd never bartended. He didn't know much about cocktails. He came into our little classes, and I just hired him. And Dude is super good. He's doing very well. I think, so, honestly, yeah. a, a good bartender can learn the craft if they want to, and yeah. just take someone who has a good personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's definitely totally. Jose. 
Yeah. Good personality, willing to learn. Um, he doesn't have ego, I don't think. Uh, willing so to learn is the most you important You need to have that. an ego to work in this industry, but just don't let it get to you. I head. think confidence. Yeah. yeah. And he's definitely yeah. a confident dude. He's in the military, so. Yeah. He's got that, take no shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're happy, Michelle? I'm very happy. happy. with the menu? I'm very fucking happy. If you haven't been to the Black Orchid yet, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, come on down. If you haven't been in a while, come on down. Yeah, it's really cool. Honestly, it's uh, very, yeah. very good vibes here. I like you guys are working on the food menu. There's yes. chandeliers. The chandeliers. High Everybody's ceilings. like, oh my God, it's so elegant. It's so tight. I'm like, no, I got a shitty beer. Come in. <laughs> you can you can just get a beer and a shot. Yep. PBR and a shot. Dude. Yeah, it's yes. like, it, you could come in flip-flops or a suit. It doesn't matter. That's what's cool, right? <laughs> That's really cool. Yeah. It's a great bar. I mean, don't come in naked. I tried. They didn't let me in. <laughs> <laughs> we almost did, though. Yeah. We almost did. Yeah. We almost so did. working on the food menu as well. I'm, we're enjoying some chile con queso I hear right you now. got some hot dogs in the back that you've been holding out on. I'll make them for you. All right, cool. But they're, I don't think they're going to make it. I don't, they're not going to make it. 86 hot dogs? Yeah, okay. I know. It's too difficult to eat. <laughs> too difficult to eat a hot dog? Well, because they're big. They're, like, <laughs> full of... Sh- like, There's yeah. too many. Too I many. don't know how to describe <laughs> it so it doesn't easy. sound dirty, but they Just have, try like, your best. Doritos, <laughs> crumbled Doritos on mm-hmm. top, and it's like a mountain, so it's kind of, like, difficult to put in your mouth. <laughs> too good. Oh, man. You should have uh, done that, like, on 420 or something. You missed the uh, deadline yeah, well, a little bit. It's busy. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, Awesome. So we're yes. here. Um, we've got. I've got a beer in front of me. Um, I am drinking the. This is by um, Martin House. La cura. La cura. This is an agave, agave and guava agave. sour agave. ale. That it's is so white. Freaking delicious. That can looks fucking cool, yeah, man. It's a beautiful it's can. Honestly, that can looks cool. Yeah. It's got a little agave plant with a skull. La cura. Delicious. What does that mean? The cure? The cure. Nice. Yeah. So it's a nice sour ale. It's not too sour, but like really, really tasty. 6.7 ABV. Nice. So it'll get you there. What do you have, Michelle? I have uh, Rosarita, which is on our fire sale menu, actually. Fire sale. Yeah. That's that's the shit. It's just uh, some of that um, Código Rosa tequila. Mm-hmm. And it's a margarita mm-hmm. made with that, but topwood rosé. Sounds rose. great when you say it like that. <laughs> right. Topwood rosé. So no, yeah. col, colida, col. Código Rosa. Yeah. Yeah. Such and then bad. I have this basil drink that Jose made for the menu, but so he doesn't know he doesn't know what to make it. What does it have in there? Uh, basil. basil. Um, a bunch of silly people. Rakia, some I think I, it's rakia. Can I get a little taste? Which is apricot liqueur from Texas. Oh, from this guy, yeah, Kinsman. Kinsman. Yeah. We're gonna so go to San Antonio. From Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Come visit. We're gonna go visit and try to get people on the podcast. So God, I love the way basil smells. I love basil. It smells awesome. It's you know, kind of like a gummy bear. In Canada, they yeah. call it basil. Oh yeah, basil. <laughs> like uh, it tastes like a awesome yellow bars. gummy bear. Uh, may I? May I? Yellow gummy bear. Yeah. Maybe you should name it that. Jose is looking for a name. That's really good. Yeah, it is That's really fucking refreshing. good. It's refreshing. It's a summertime in a drink, right? The Haribo gummy bear. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly. Right? Honestly. Yeah, you should tell that to Jose. I don't know where he is, but yeah. Delicious. So we're going to have ourselves we have a good shot. Time. We got a shot Are here. Are we going to do the shot? Let's yeah, do please. I got shot. water. I got margarita. I got this. I, and I, then I get I got real self-conscious about how I talk, so I need to have a couple <laughs> drinks first. <laughs> Liquid courage, we call so it. So we've got a Jameson pickleback Ooh, here. Cheers. I think this is El Paso Classic, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's good every time. Mm, that's God, a good start. I love it. Oh, 
You know what? You either love it or you hate it. People either love I think it's a pickle. pickle. I think it's a pickle because I've gotten people that like, I hate pickle juice. Yeah. A lot of people yeah, in the past don't like pickle juice. So you either love it or you hate it. Yeah. My sister and I fucking... I don't think it has to do with the Jameson. We ate olives Sorry. out of the jar, dude. Your sister and, and you what? Yeah, we ate olives out of the jar. Like, we're, we're like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, what yeah, about yeah. this? I always thought about this. We love Jameson picklebacks, but nobody's made a Jameson pickle drink. Why? Well, did you have a pickle drink here, Michelle? We had the pickle Rita. Oh, well, uh, no. okay. We did have a pickle, like a mar- pickle margarita that we brought from Hope and Anchor. I think people are just too freaked out by, yeah. by pickle juice. Hello. He's just like, I felt like somebody. We got the producer here giving Michelle a chip. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fitting Michelle queso. Mm. <laughs> I love it. See, we're bringing back the chile con queso because people <laughs> yeah. have been asking for it. Because it's on the sign. It's on the sign, but we're going to make a little platter, like a sampler platter. Oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. What is it yeah. going to have? It's going to have some homemade guac. It's going to have some guac. carne seca that Hilda makes. Mm, nice. And then we're going to make our, our also our uh, chile con queso, homemade chile con queso. Nice. Delicious. With hatch chiles. I like it. Ooh, it's nice. Um, yeah. I love hatch. I go there a lot. My parents just moved out there. Oh, really? Yeah, so if you guys want pecans or green chili, let me know. Okay. I'll take all of that. Yeah. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> all no, of the above? <laughs> no, for sure. I love it out there. Hatch green chilies are the best. They're world-renowned. Or nationally renowned, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I don't know about world. We'll get there. We'll yeah. Get there. So, Adrian. Yes. What got you started in uh, in your field of, of styling? Oh, dang, man. Good question. Uh, El, El Paso. <laughs> oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, well, like, I mean, growing up, I was we were always kind of, me and my friend group were just different from everybody else. But growing up in El Paso, we didn't. I grew up not going to the cool stylist <laughs> salon places, you know? So yeah. my mom would take me to these kind of like rinky-dink little old lady shops to get my haircut. And I hated getting a haircut because, you know, I wanted style, you know? like uh, So I would get these terrible haircuts. Do you remember in the 90s when they would shave your head and just leave the bangs? Oh, Jesus, sl- oh yes. Oh, my God. So I don't know why I wanted that. Did they that. do the rat tail, too? No, no, I never okay. did that. But... Uh, <laughs> Isn't that some, like, a cholo style? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why it was popular or whatever. I remember that. Wow. But uh, my mom would just make us get a haircut and shave our heads, like, a number one all around. And I hated that, yeah. right? So what got me into styling was, like, getting terrible haircuts. And then me and my friends grew out our hair because we were playing, like, rock music and, yeah. like, skateboarding or whatever. And uh, we started growing out our hair. And I remember, like, the pinnacle moment. Of me, like, never, ever going to a salon again was, I was playing, I was in the church band. I was, this was, like, church time. I went to the church a lot, and I played in the church band, and I went to go get a haircut because I was growing out my emo hair at the time, right? (laughs) Super fucking terrible emo hair, like, oh, man. So uh, I was growing it out, and I was so proud of it, right? It just got to my shoulders. Like, I was straightening it, like, bone straight, you know, dyeing it jet black. It's terrible. It's a hard time. Um, but, but apparently a lot of America went through that time. So uh, The emo phase? Emo yeah, phase emo, for all Emo, America. screamo, death metal, metal, core, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I, so then I was playing in the church band. That's what got me into playing music. I would play the drums for the church band, which was like a hard rock Christian rock band. We thought we were so cool, right? Nice, nice. For Jesus. <laughs> hard right? rock Christian. Yeah, it was super. It was How a, does that Christ. work? Yeah. It was, uh, so it was one of those crazy churches, the uh, Pentecostal church. 
Oh, wow. You were filled with the spirit there. So we would, like, rock out for Jesus hard. It was like a whole fucking production. Wow. It was wild. It was almost like a cult. <laughs> and uh, all we people needed the like snakes. Fainted yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That? People fell out in the spirit, and, like, we'd speak in tongues. And uh, I don't want to talk That's about intense. religion, That's but um, I discovered science. I'm cured. <laughs> Just kidding. But, I uh, believe in science. I, yeah. Don't be mad at me because I believe in science. Anyway, so, <laughs> so I walked from the church to the salon, and if you ever go to a salon and all the ladies are, I don't know, if you guys know what senoritas are, so senoritas <laughs> are old Mexican women. Yep. And they were all watching what are called novelas, <clears throat> like which the is... Like leftovers? Yeah, like like <laughs> old, like they all had, Jer- not jerry curls, like they all had uh, permed hair. Okay, okay. And they were all watching novelas, and they were really into those novelas, so... Oh, God. And then, dude, uh, my first language is Spanish, right? But, I mean, come on. Give me a break, right? <laughs> so, uh, I went and I said, uh, I just want my hair cut... Uh, just trim it this much around, right? Mm. So it was like two inches that I showed her. I was like, just trim it two inches uh, all around, just even, kind of like. Yeah. I was like, uh, lo quiero uh, rock and roll. I remember saying it like that. <laughs> quiero rock and roll. Yeah, and you can't show photos on your phone at this time, like, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, they didn't have the books. Like, it was all dated. So <laughs> the fucking lady, dude, <laughs> cuts my hair. Two, two inches. To two inches all around. <laughs> oh, my God. And, like... <laughs> I, oh my God. I have a super frizzy. So you wanted some sort of Richie balance meets like Elvis. I was like, yeah, I was, roll, I was like, then you I was thinking more like Nikki Six, like kind of longish, <laughs> choppy hair. Okay. And then Different my, rock and my roll. yeah, my hair's curly and frizzy, so she cut it two inches, and it just shrunk down to oh like half an inch of curly, dark. <laughs> Coarse frizzy hair. No, God, no. We, this, <laughs> this was like this was before cell phones. I was oh like I was like a kid. God. I was thinking I was like 11, 10. Oh, Wait, how old are you? I am 29. Oh Jesus Christ, you're not that old. 29, feeling extra fine, <laughs> especially because of this rusty nail. Thank you very much, my good sir. Oh, I don't. Oh, what kind man. of whiskey was it? You know what? If you're gonna go like that. Oh, monkey, monkey shoulder. Monkey shoulder. Wow. Nice. I've never had it. It's delicious. It's uh, really I good. love, I'm a huge, huge fan of Drambuie. Ah. I just love rusty nails. Well, Drambuie. it needs to be a rusty, you could use any whiskey for it to be a rusty nail. It just has to have Drambuie. It's oh, sorry, scotch. scotch. Sorry, sorry. Well, it's, it's a whiskey, but it's yeah, scotch whiskey. Scotch whiskey. Not Irish, because. No. And not American. It couldn't be scotch if it was Irish. Um, sorry, oh, sorry, damn. we got sidetracked. Damn, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I got sidetracked. So and then, you called it 29 what? I'm 29, feeling extra fine. Okay. Um, but so I went right from the, <laughs> the salon where I just got the worst haircut of my life. Yeah. Oh, my God. I had to be 13. I was 13 because I was awkward in middle school. Okay. And uh, my un- my all? uncle just showed me Iron Maiden, so I started growing my hair out and playing drums and okay. skateboarding and then got into the church. And then so I went and bought relaxer. For for oh, for ethnic people, it was for there was a little black girl on the cover. It said just for me, no lie, relaxer. Oh my god! So I go to the church and I fucking relax my hair with, uh, uh yeah, that just for me. Yeah, just for me. Wow. It was just for me, <laughs> and dude, and that's what got me into my styling career. Awesome. <laughs> Did it work? Uh, yeah, what happened? What was the result? Yeah. Dude, I burnt my scalp in my ears <laughs> <laughs> trying to get super straight hair because oh terrible. And, uh, and that's when I started oh, just cutting my Jesus. own hair and cutting my, cutting 
cutting my friend's hair. Nice. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking. That's a cool story. That is a good story. That's a cool story. No, dude. That's hilarious. <laughs> uh, usually. It just tells you also how old I am. Why? Because I said rock and roll, and oh, I'm like Richie Valens. So I'm like, I'm that old, like oh, yeah. 29, feeling fine. I'm like, I'm 36, and I need, I need some sex, you know, kind uh, of thing. Uh, like. 36 <laughs> needs some dicks. <laughs> I mean, I have my uh, permanent one, like my husband. Give a permanent dick, Jesus. Christ, no, my Michelle. husband. I married one. Uh, oh yeah, cool. Nice, but nice, nice. still, it's like, oh god damn it. <laughs> So and then from there though you've like you've worked for Disney on Ice you've been at Gentleman's you Republic. You worked from Disney on Ice. I, I've had a really random life. I could say like <laughs> I need to hear these stories. Um. Well, I, so I grew up in the church and I was playing in the church band. So I did sound and lights for the church. Oh. So I was always the AV kid. I was always the te- theater tech. Uh-huh. Um. Just because you got to get out of class and you got to do the most stuff. Yeah. Right. So I loved it. Right. So I was like, I don't know. I picked it up and I loved music and. Uh, so I was like the AV kid, and then I was going to school, and then I like hated school, right? I got out of high school. I was playing in this band. We, uh, it was some screamo band, and uh, we went on a few tours. We got uh, signed to like, some little label or whatever. Wow. It was cool. And then uh, so that's what really got me the traveling bug, mm-hmm. and I was like miserable here, you know? I was like, yeah. I, you know, I, I had like this mentality of like, I don't like El Paso and nothing's yeah. going on here. Because yeah. I had living That's perspective. Common. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I was young and I was dumb and I didn't experience the world. But I I had to experience it, so I left when I was 20 years old for Disney on Ice. Uh, okay. Entry-level position. Fucking cool. Yeah. Entry-level position, like, I flew out. I quit everything that I was doing here. I was uh, I was going to school and I was barbacking at House of Rock and Roll. Wow. Which used to be Blue Iguana. So before I was a bartender, I was a barback. <laughs> okay. Of course, that's usually how it yeah. goes, right? Yeah. So, um, and the only reason I barbacked there is because they let us practice for free if I worked for free, basically. So I was basically, <laughs> I was just basically working there, cleaning up beer bottles yeah. to get a stage, get a practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because my mom hated the music that we were playing. Okay. And she thought it was devil music because I left the church to play, like, screamo music. <laughs> and she's like, she's like, bunch of gays playing hard rock. I don't get it. You know what I mean? Because uh, the tight pants and the long hair. And, like, all those dudes looked like girls back then, oh you know? Yeah. You know, everyone. Well, we'll put photos up. I'll have, I have photos nice. of Send that. Send it there. to us. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. It's kind of embarrassing. Pictures. I don't actually don't want to. No, no too now late, you said too late. it. You too late. To the audience, People so. are gonna be waiting and expecting those. Oh uh, man. <laughs> so was that a good experience though, Disney on Ice? Uh, dude, yeah. So I started off entry level position, just uh, doing uh, behind the scenes stuff, and then uh, I worked my ass off, you know. And uh, it was cool. So my first tour was nine months on Disney uh, D30. Let's celebrate, and uh, we opened up the East Coast show. Mm-hmm. So I flew out. Literally, I dropped everything I was doing. I told my mom like, "Hey, I'm leaving." It was like yeah. a big ordeal. Yeah. And then, uh, and then I went, and then we're in Florida, and I turned 21 two weeks later on tour East Coast, making way too much money for a 21-year-old kid. Uh-oh. That's fucking cool. Uh, staying in downtown hotels like Embassy Suites, the Hyatt Inn, Regency, whatever, whatever. They put us in good hotels, and we worked at the arena, and we worked a shit ton, right? Like, So mm-hmm. I was a greenhorn, so they made me work the most, right? Like um, a newbie, so and I was young and uh, dumb, so I would do everything they told me. <laughs> I was just excited to be on tour. So, so you were the bitch, but they paid you going. Oh, for sure. Like, okay. I was cool. making way too much money. That's fucking That's cool beautiful. for a twenty-one-year-old dumb kid. <laughs> and, and then you could drink. Oh, and then I could drink. Oh my god! So on the <laughs> East Coast, right? So that's 
touring is what got me into the bar culture. Okay. Which, honestly, traveling got me into what I'm into now. Like, I, uh, we joke around at Power because uh, at Power at the Past, which is a studio, I'm sure, Ralph, you talked yeah, about it. Yeah, of course. So uh, it's just like a big melting pot of great minds, but yep. we call each other um, jack of all trades, master of some, right? Yeah. Because I hate the whole master of none thing. <laughs> uh, so we are masters of some, but so traveling got me into experiencing cocktails and on the east coast totally changed my cold, oh yeah changed my whole perspective totally. like traveling just changed my whole perspective on drinking and uh, yeah. i really really got into uh cocktailing and that whole culture because it's culture over there yeah mm-hmm. i remember the first yeah. time i was mm-hmm. in boston and uh i was making stupid money you guys like stupid <laughs> i was just acting like i was J- disney money man. i was acting like i was jc rockefeller every <laughs> fucking night steak wow. dinners and like you know it's dumb so I ordered, uh, like, uh, I can't even remember what it was, but I remember the guy made me the drink, and he put ice and water in it to chill the glass, and uh-huh. he put it in front of me, because you know that you chill the glass before you make the cocktail. And then I got it, and I drank some. <laughs> I was like, oh, cool. Oh, my God. So I drank some, and this is a really nice bar. Like, it's similar to this bar, you know, which is very cool. This has East Coast vibes. I like Thank it you. a lot, you know? And, uh, and then he looks at me bewildered, right? <laughs> Because back then, thank you. Uh, that is Thanks a good bartender. That is a good bartender, yes, ladies. Jose's the man. Tip him well, guys. Jose uh, brought my salty lady, Jose, uh, from on the draft that I've never tried on draft. Ooh. Oh, it's amazing! I love salty. I love lady. it. I love salty lady too. It's very Mexican. That's it's, why I like. It. Yeah. Hey, there's <laughs> nothing it's wrong salty with that. I actually it's like very it. Mexican. Sour yeah. and yeah. perfect. So yeah. And then so then go on. Sorry, so this guy was bewildered. You drank the water. I drank the, the water with the mints. He, t- he put mints, ice, and he that even swiv- swished yeah, it around. Yeah. And he set it right in front of me on this beautiful wood coaster. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then I took a sip of it, you know, and he was like, huh? So he knew right away, like, like you're not, you're not. No, from, no, no. Yeah. So <laughs> you're not from this world. You don't yeah. Know what's going so it's a totally different culture, which I never. First of all, I just turned 21. I had a fake ID since I was 19, but we just <laughs> used it to buy Jack Daniels wa- and a Lone Star because yeah. we thought we were fucking Nikki Six in the band, you know? <laughs> like we thought we were Motley Crue or something. So it was just fists of Jack and uh, Paps or Lone Star. That was like the diet from like. 19 to 21 and then we got dumb money right working yeah. yeah um and then i was trying all these things and uh you know we were going up to canada too so we'd hit the duty free so we made kind of like a tradition every time we go to the duty free we'd get a bottle of johnny walker blue label jesus oh my god so that's what got me blue obs- label yes oh my god <laughs> yeah i'm telling you we were we were being dumb you know <laughs> steak dinners every night well, I mean, I think Khalid cannot, or can, what? That, DJ guy, Khalid? No, 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 the guy from here. Oh, Khalid, oh, Khalid? Yeah, Khalid yeah, yeah. cannot sing you that young, dumb, and broke. <laughs> young, dumb, and full of cum, am I right? <laughs> I guess so. And full of money. Full of money. Full of, money. Um, full of cash. Loaded. Yeah. Loaded. Yeah. Oh, my God, dude. So, yeah, we just got into some really cool stuff. I got, but then I go through phases, you know, like, uh, so I got into the bar scene, the bar culture. And because I was bar backing before just because of the whole music thing. So yeah. that spiraled that. And then I was styling at events and there was bar culture. And I just really loved that bar that I was in. Like they were all dressed nice. They mm-hmm. really knew. It was a craft cocktail bar. Yeah. And that yeah. changed everything for me. Do you remember the name of it? Or I'm no? trying to remember. I know it's in Boston. Okay. I think it might be called The Other Side off of Newberry Street. I okay. remember I bought some comics off of Newberry Street. Okay. But... It could also be the place <clears throat> right next to where Paul Revere was buried. 
Oh shit! Okay, so we're gonna have to do some research. Yeah, we'll <laughs> do Never some been research. to Boston. But um, you know what? I kept uh, I kept all my hotel key cards and uh, post stuff. I'll have to dig it up. Cool. Nice. Cool. And uh, I have photos online too, so we'll definitely put some of those. We're gonna have to. Very too. cool. Yeah, stalk him. I'm so like. let me just promote you right now. If a person wants to get their hair cut or dyed by you, they yeah. can. How can, how can they get a hold of you? Um, um, internet. <laughs> Find them. Uh, Instagram, right? Uh, like Instagram. How do like, you go on Instagram? Uh, my Instagram thing is Adrian Joshua Wolf. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. Adrian Joshua. I'm, Wolf. I'm gonna start following you. Or uh, your haircut. yeah, email Adrian Wolf Design at okay. gmail dot com. Uh, Sweet. But I usually do Instagram like you know this day and age is crazy with social yeah. media, yeah. so yeah, yeah. I limit myself to just Instagram, and even that's too yeah. much for me. Oh yeah. You know, but. I am on the internet a lot. <laughs> <laughs> just messing with you. So you uh, can find them there, and you're at Epic right now. Uh, so the studio that I uh, that is uh, that I'm working at is uh, it's called 1116, and it's at 2159 East Mills, which is inside the Epic Rail Yard Design District. Okay. Which is the whole building is 175,000 square feet. Oh, it's huge it's and it's amazing. It's, yeah. it's two city blocks long and. Dudes and dudettes, it's fucking cool. It's beautiful. Um, I don't know if you guys are from El Paso and you guys haven't been there. Honestly, just stop by. Yeah. It's yeah. really yeah. cool. Ralph, you've been there. Michelle, I'm sure you've been there. So. Oh, yeah. I went for the Jameson event not Oh, long see? Ago, yeah, that's why. So yeah. I was like, holy fuck. I okay, want to so, ride that elevator. Okay, so <laughs> so right where you walk in, mm-hmm. my salon is right next door. And you work with Heather. So I work with Heather Harrison, yes. Yes. So and awesome. we all met. Um, shout out to David Parrish too. David Parrish. David Parrish. We've had him on here before. Too. Yeah. I need. I need him to to come that over. A, I got something. That for guy's him. really cool. So he became my client because we worked event there. Uh-huh. I did a styling thing for some tattoo magazine, okay. fashion show, photo shoot, yeah. and I was styling hair for that. And we met, and I started cutting hair for him at Gentleman's Republic. Nice. And then. We met and we connected and he's like, you're my dude. I was like, cool. He's a cool ass So then dude. we worked yeah. and yeah. collaborated together and then I had my own studio at Power at the Pass. But uh, it was like, it was really cool and I was making a, uh, the most of what I had. It's like, it's a little rough around the edges because I didn't have a shampoo bowl and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's detri- like that's so like vital. Yeah. I think we need to do a podcast from there. He can do your hair while Heather does my makeup. Hey, so, so um, segue, I don't know if you, yeah, I don't know if you want to do it, but we're thinking of just doing a, it's called In the Chair, and okay. it'll be three to four people. I cut somebody's hair, we talk about the style, and we talk about events and why I'm cutting his hair and what's going to go on. That's like, super cool. That would be really cool. I volunteer's so, tribute. Yeah. So like, okay, today I'm cutting Michelle's hair and styling it because she's going to do an Inside the Drinker Studio yes. podcast and video shoot for XXX, and Ooh. we do XXX, Michelle Dang. Or uh, whatever. You know. Or my I mean, husband. <laughs> you know, like, and then, uh, and yeah, I think that's cool too. But um, yeah, I just uh, that's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. That place is really cool, and it's uh, it's the building's a hundred years old, and uh, it's just really cool. If you guys love El, El Paso history, or if you want to see something that you don't think is El Paso yeah. at all, because like you walk in and I do that. That thing takes you. Yeah, in time. it's beautiful. It's man. fucking. Oh man, awesome. I don't. Wanna I want to s- have a loft, and that <laughs> is a place where I want to have it. I don't want to sound cheesy, but like you stand yeah. there and you can feel the history. Yeah, it's yeah. it's like a whole new. Maybe world. it's because all the fucking ghosts <laughs> there, but. <laughs> Just kidding. So, <laughs> I, if you guys have never been there, this is literally right next to the train tracks on yeah. East Mills, and uh, so the ceilings inside are over 20 feet on the bottom floor, and this place is massive. 
And it's so it's the building you can see from the freeway. Yeah. That says Husman on it. Husman. Yeah. H U S S M A N. Yeah. Husman. So Husman. that's the do the companies that brought yeah. basically business to El Paso. So, man, that place is so connected in time. So it had like the Chinese railroad. Railway workers working mm-hmm. there, oh, okay. mm-hmm. so it's just a staple that nobody knows about in El Paso. So even if guys, even if I'm not going to do your hair or whatever, just stop by and say what's up and check it out. The event center is super cool. Uh, yeah. There's a florist that works out of there. The photography studio in El Paso import export company, which yeah. the owner of the building, Jack, uh, really nice dude, older guy, older gent. He travels all around the world and picks up really really awesome pieces from indigenous communities or what have you mm-hmm. and he just picks up things of value and he brings them back to El Paso nice. and he has a 20,000 square feet where he houses all the stuff Holy wow. Shit. wow so I got a tour of the whole place because <laughs> I, I work there and like yeah. I'm doing working out of there and uh it's insane man it's like a time machine you travel back in time just being okay there. check it out people okay so I have a question for you talk about like traveling if I were to give you a plane ticket so you can go anywhere in the world to have a drink, where would you go? Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Just to have a drink. I would go to Paris and have a French 77. French oh. 77 or 75? Oh, sorry. The 75. Is there the 77 is, the 77 here? is a, I think it has more booze in it. I don't know. Or what maybe is, yeah. it's, what is a French 75? A French 75 is uh, gin, lemon. Uh, what else is it? Wait, what? don't tell me. Simple and champagne. Or champagne. Let's stop with champagne. champagne. Si. Parlez-vous français? Oui. Oui? Un peu. Un peu? Uh, je m'appelle Adrien. Je m'appelle Michel. Enchanté. Je m'appelle Raphaël. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Omelette du fromage. Oh, je, je pars un peu. Uh, je suis de El Paso Taxi. Je suis uh, Coupe de Cheveux Barber. Uh, Ooh, la la. J'aime la musique uh, rock and roll. I lived in Canada, so I studied, a little, <laughs> I studied a, a little bit of Quebecois, which is different. But yeah, it's different. You know what? The, honestly, the French is different honestly, from the Canadian French. I'm tra- yeah, it is. Yeah. I'm probably just being, uh, okay, made of gin, champagne, lemon juice, and sugar. Yep. It's also called a 75 cocktail. Yeah. Or in French, simply, sequins. So, ingredients. Uh, Hey, do you mind uh, taking us to France a little bit later, Jose? Maybe he can show you his Mexican 69. I highly recommend that. Is that a thing? That is going to be on the menu. It's a new one. It's uh, two ounces champagne, (laughs) one half half ounce lemon juice, half ounce gin, two dashes simple syrup. Yeah. All right, let's look. Sounds good to me. We can make it that. I know I'm not crazy, you guys. (laughs) I know I'm not crazy. Some guy just made you your own cocktail. <laughs> I mean, somebody comes in and they ask for that, but they ask for the bourbon version yes. of it, too. Okay, French 77, mm-hmm. it is a cocktail. In a cocktail shaker, add the gin, St. Germain, lemon juice, and enough ice cubes to fill half the shaker. So it's basically a French 75 with St. Germain and Prosecco, orange bitters, lemon peel, and a Marciano cherry. Maraschino. 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 Sorry, guys. Maraschino. Uh, Italiano. (laughs) This is about drinking, right? Too many languages. So we're definitely drinking. Too many languages. Um, (laughs) See, that's the thing. When when you're drinking, you're drinking the whole fucking world because every culture has contributed to this. Yes, that is true. How do you say that one um, Brazilian blue drink? Brazilian blue drink? Blue drink. Blue. Qual? Oh, God, I can't even. 
I don't know. Man. I mean, Brazilian uh, capinha. Brazil, yeah. Brazil. But that's not blue. Oh, man, I'm crazy then. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Curaçao? Is what, what am I thinking uh, of? Curaçao is just a blue liqueur. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. But it's not, not from Brazil. Drink. Yeah, no. Okay, so no. I know I'm not crazy. But it's like Smurfs. If in a I blender. would take anything, I'm, I love gin. Uh, yeah. I think the reason I love gin is because when I first started drinking, what got me into drinking is uh, hanging out with my friends, the Howells House. And uh, they were a lovely older Caucasian couple. And their liquor cabinet was stacked. Oh all right, God. all right. Next question. <laughs> if, if you were to make a drink after yourself, what would it be and what would you name it? Whoa. That's mm. a good question. Mm. What would it be and what would I name it? So it would be something yeah. that, like, I would drink all the time, right? Other than or, Rusty Nails. <laughs> well, yeah, other than Rusty Nails. But it's like. Get creative. You'd be like a classic with a twist. That's, yeah. That's how I feel. Honestly. Mmm. That's a good question. So, off the top of the dome, mm. uh, there I would make a mezcal cocktail. Mm. So it have okay. to it would have to have mezcal over ice with lemon. So like there. a French seventy five, but mm. with mezcal. Ooh. Almost just for my Mexican roots. Also, mezcal is one of the purest liquors that you could ever drink. So it has the least amount of ingredients. It's the purest, and it's fucking good. It's smoky. Do you like sotol? Uh, I had a bit of sotol. I haven't. I haven't really uh, drank too I much think, of it. I think you need to get into sotol. I, I tried an orange blossom sotol mm-hmm. on Thanksgiving. One of my family members brought it, and holy shit, that it was great. Good. Yeah, was I great. mean it's more local. That's yeah. It's more like this part of Chihuahua. Yeah. Chihuahua. <laughs> but anyway, not to burst your bubble. No, 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 no. Um, now I'm just thinking of the cocktail that I'd make because now I'm like bursting <laughs> with ideas. But okay, so I would love scared. to. I would love to be behind the bar, you know, because that's where a lot of instri- inspiration strikes. Ooh. But I'm not gonna. We can't take the mics over. <laughs> no. <laughs> one day. One day. <laughs> that would be a good video segment. We just that like would be a good throw video, somebody back yeah. there, and make them make a cocktail. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, I could do some tricks or whatever too. <laughs> um, flair. Oh man. No. Well. Okay. So. No. No there, flair. No. 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 We. This bar that I would go to, it's called the Green Door in Vancouver, and it's this hidden craft cocktail bar. So there's a pizza joint and, like, some shitty convenience store, and then there's this green door, uh-huh. and there's no signage, nothing. Nice. So you open this, the green door. It's called the Emerald Door. I'm sorry, the Emerald Door. You open it up, and there's just stairs, and you open it up to a huge place like this, and it's so cool. And these guys are doing... I don't want to say flair, but they're putting on a show. Okay. Yeah. You know, and uh, they're just so fluid in what they're doing. So that's what I loved. Just getting behind the bar and being fluid and like, like, you know, flowing mm-hmm. with what you're with ideas and like, oh, what do you like to drink? And then you make something on the spot. So I'd like to make like a smoky, refreshing mezcal. So like, um, man, even do something crazy like over ice mezcal with like a dash of pims. Okay. Oh my god! Yeah. I haven't had hymns in a while. Because it's so. Uh, <laughs> I love hymns. Yeah, it's so bright. Yeah. So it would really shine through. But I, would, the mezcal that I'm thinking of, the name escapes me, man. It had a wolf on it. Oh, Montelobos. Montelobos. Yeah. Yeah. So like a pimps cup, with mezcal. Yeah. Because uh, nice. uh, what's the drink made with uh, pims is so good, but pims shines through a lot of stuff. Yeah. Right? But I love well, it. I mean, it's a sweet liqueur, herbal, mm-hmm. British. It's very herbal, yeah. So That's it's from like London, it. right? Oh, sorry, England. Yeah. 
and uh, I just love the flavor notes on that. So mix that yeah. up like with the smoky mezcal mm-hmm. and the bright herbal taste I'm of pins. I'm gonna go home and try it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, this is your fault. We're gonna have to. No, you're gonna have to cut it over three cubes for sure. All right. So I do. I would probably do two ounces uh, Montelobos with like half ounce of pims over three rocks. Half ounce. When you do more than one, one and a half, and maybe three quarters to an ounce of pims, because you want to balance that out. Well, I, I just want that little note at the end, you know. I'm challenging pims is, him. Yeah, yeah I love yeah, a challenge. But <laughs> also, I haven't been behind a bar in a few years. No, like a year. Uh, the last place I was bartending at was Common Ground, which Common I saw Ground. you guys there. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was just yep. there yesterday, and uh, I love that place. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Danny, Danny Shaw is a badass. Super, Check out that episode. Super cool. I love Common. I bartended there for. A few months, and uh, I would just go on uh, just a few days. But Danny just wanted me to work there because I love beer and I, I'm like a beer nerd, you know. Like uh, I was, uh, I'm just like yeah, cocktail nerd. I try to be. Names escape me, but <laughs> cultured man, cultured ah. man. All right, so what would you name it? Ooh, the Wolfie. No, that's too easy. I would, I would name it. It has to be like. Hombre lobo. No. It has to be like an homage to like Mexico and London for the drinks, you know? Mm-hmm. So it'll be like... Mexican werewolf in... Soy un hombre lobo en Inglaterra. So it'll be like... Uh, like London... Mm. London... From, London wolf. Yeah. Because uh, Mo- Monte Lobos. Yeah. London Lobo? Uh, El Loco Lobo. El L- L- Loco Lobo? El Loco Lobo. There Loco we Lobo. go. El Loco Lobo. Crazy Wolf. That would be cool. I would drink it. Sounds yeah. good to me. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, yeah. I'm just, maybe I'm, I'm drunk already. Yeah, <laughs> maybe <laughs> I'm willing to drink <laughs> anything. Ralph is like, thank you for a second. like, sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love Put Ralph. Put it in my mouth. I'll give it a try. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I got the Michael Scott thing going on. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing uh, wrong with that. All right, so before you go to bed, nightcap. What uh, do you drink? What do you drink? Dang. So uh, you're home, chilling, you know, vaping. <laughs> What's on your hand, drinking? <coughs> other than your, never mind. So I have my wiener in my one hand. A vape in the other. My vape pen in the same hand. <laughs> because I have... Because I have, dude, honestly, like, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not even going to lie. I'm going to tell you what I drank for the last week as a nightcap. And I'm not even going to be like, uh, like whatever, you know, like people look at me and assume that I drink like hard liquor, like dark beer. I've been drinking pineapple East ciders, dry, dry cider over ice with a splash of Bombay Sapphire. Oh, it's so fucking refreshing, and it just, like, it takes you, it relaxes me, like, you know, I work that a lot. sounds really fucking good. So, and the only reason this came to pass is because uh, I was at a Neon Rose Bar. Nice. Yeah. And uh, it was uh, a friend, uh, a friend, Rituals, who's uh-huh. a, a homie of mine, part of the art collective, Los Visionaries. Yeah. Yay. Um, and uh, he had a birthday there, and this really badass French man, uh, Jean Jean, played. <laughs> okay. Jean Jean. Jean Jean. Jean Jean. You have to say it like that because it's Not French. Jean Valjean. De Jean so, Jean. 
So uh, I practiced my French on them, and like they were really cool. And they and I bought them drinks just because you know I love. I saw black and white movies when I was younger, so I think I know something about French <laughs> culture, right? <laughs> so uh, I showed them my terrible French tattoos that they made fun of, of course. And then, uh, and then, uh, I'm not going to talk about that. that on this shit, anyways. Okay, <laughs> you'll tell us after. And then, uh, <laughs> not on the record. <laughs> and then uh, the thing that got me into just French culture: everybody watched the 400 Blows, great film. Okay. Side okay. note. Um, so I met these guys, and then they're like. This guy, uh, his name was Gregory, or Gregory. Um, <laughs> he's like, he's like, oh, Adrian, you are so cool. Uh, we are going to France. Uh, do you want liquor? We'll give it to you. Bring a bag. I was like, dude, you're trying to give me French. You're trying to give me free liquor? We as fuck, dude. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, so then I, I take him to my we car. We as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then I take him to my car, and I have a bunch of random ass shit in there because of the art show. So I have like a wolf mask and like a Power Rangers costume and a bunch of fake guns for the Winter Soldier costume because of the Epcom. Okay. So he's just <laughs> laughing, you know, we're having a gas, you know. And then he's like, get this bag. And I was like, dude. I'll so I got a plastic bag, right? He's like, no, no, no. Uh, get these bag, right? I love French, and then uh, so it's like a big, it's a big leather bag. It's like uh, the dimensions like two feet long by like a foot, you know. Okay. So and then I was like, okay, sure. He's like, okay. So we go to the van. He's like, yeah, this is for you. Take these. And then he gave me six fucking <laughs> bottles of gin. No way. Bombay Sapphire, all Bombay Sapphire, and one uh, bottle of Tinkerate. Jesus what? Christ. <laughs> <laughs> um, granted, uh, the guys in the band, like, they were all open for some reason. I guess they Quality were... control? No, I think they were just... <laughs> so he said that they played, they played a show in L.A., and the hotel that they were staying at just gave them a fuck ton of gin bottles. Nice. What? And then, uh, they were flying to France the next day, and, uh... Oh, they he, didn't want to take it. No, they couldn't, you know? No. Well, I, I don't know. So, I got six bottles of gin. Oh, my God. And, uh... Good times were had by all. So yeah, I have uh, I have one of those bottles of gin at home, and then uh, honestly, at the end of the, El Paso's hot. Everybody who knows and lives here, um, this is a hot city, aka El Paso. Yeah, yeah it's already ninety um, degrees. I'm like, I'm like, I'm uh, like, dude, I'm built for the winter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm a furnace already. So at the end of the day, like, I want to drink something kind of refreshing, light, you yeah. know, crisp. Like right. it's a fucking hundred degrees already. What month are we in? So you get your East Ciders, Austin East Ciders. So I get the dry cider down. because, like I said, I'm uh -huh. a I'm actually a fan of champagne. Right. And uh, the a dry champagne. cider almost tastes like a crisp champagne. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's not sweet at all. It's very tart. Mm -hmm. Tart. And uh, it's super easy to drink. So I just do a can of that over ice with a shot of Bombay Sapphire. You can do one or, one or two. Because <laughs> I can't really do a night cap. I have night caps. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Michelle knows about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, but, like, uh, yeah, that Austin East Ciders over ice with a shot of Bombay Sapphire that Gin. Sounds delicious. That sounds delicious. And amazing. I love Bombay Sapphire Gin because going back to the house, yeah. me and my friend Harrison started drinking because they left the liquor cabinet open. <laughs> and what they had the most of was Bombay Sapphire Gin. So guess what we did? We'd take fucking shots of straight gin. Jesus oh Christ. Oh, my God. So we became, like, monsters at the gin age head. of 16, 17, you know, and just drinking this terrible gin. Oh, well, not terrible. It grows on you. Sapphire is pretty okay. I like it a lot. But I yeah, do like it. I love shot. it now. Yes. But, yeah. like, imagine being, but not imagine being a greasy, shit-faced teenager <laughs> and, like, drinking gin for the first time. Like, <laughs> hoochie mama, that burns, you know? <laughs> 
it's like so. Oh my god! All right, wow. all right. So you can find Adrian on Instagram. <laughs> so I don't know fun. if you guys want me to cut your hair anymore. <laughs> yeah, I promise I don't drink at work. Can I pay you with East Siders in Bombay? <laughs> I don't drink at work unless you bring the drinks. Uh, okay. Right. <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, we Take have. Notes. So Adrian Joshua Wolf Instagram. Yes. Find them. Yes. Get your hair cut. Get your hair dyed. <laughs> Get your hair done. Get your nails done. I don't do nails. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be a great experience. Get your makeup You're helping a local entrepreneur. Just get prone does. to Oh, Heather, honestly, shout out to Heather because, dude, she is such a badass at what she she's does. She's a mom. Is she really? Yes. And she is so cute. Working mom. And the, bo- the baby is so cute. Oh, her little oh, baby's yeah, her super cute, man. Boy is so cute. Logan, uh, named after Wolverine. Logan. What's yeah, up? Yeah, I know. Seriously? That's a badass name, yes. Oh, man. Yeah. She's cool. So, anyways. Go on. Find Adrian. <laughs> get at him. Get your hair cut. You're going to look fucking good. Um, yeah. Um, honestly, I love to cut hair. It's something that, like, I have to do every day. Like, I got into the bar world and then the stylish world, you know, like, then it goes hand in hand. But, dude, honestly, man, I'm just trying to be the best that I can and try to make everybody look the best that I can. I'm lucky enough to be busy. Yeah. yeah. Because because uh, yep. I fucking care, man. I try, you know? And, like, I think that's why I'm back in El Paso. Because I, I was lucky enough to travel with Disney on Ice. I was yeah. on tour for almost five seasons. Sorry, almost five years. Wow. Because wow. every season was nine months, but we had the summer off. Mm-hmm. So I got to travel all around North America. I've been to every province in Canada. I've been to every major city in Canada. I've been to almost every major city in El Paso. I mean, in in, in, uh, <laughs> in America. In America. All right, that's enough for you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that liquor, huh? Uh, rusty it's a rusty nail, nail man. <laughs> Got you all rusted. I feel rusty. <laughs> let, let me ask you one question. Okay. One What's, last question. What is, like, what is a, a question or or something that you hate to hear from a person who's getting their hair cut or done by you? Oh, something I hate. Oh yeah, you're kind of like your pet peeve. Yeah, like I guess pet haircut? peeve for yeah. for styling. Ooh, dude, I don't have a certain question because uh, there's no dumb questions, okay. especially with styling, because Cause it's your it's, hair. It's your hair, and it's crazy. Like, you grow this on your head, but people are, don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Um, some people aren't style savvy, you know what I mean? I feel like I'm kind of like a stylist shaman in a way. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I, I like want to make people look their best, and yeah. I love it. It's like a... It's like a good feeling. It makes you feel fucking good, man. Yeah, And it's totally. like a... It's a great high, like, turning someone around in the chair, and then, like, they look at themselves, like, and they're like... Holy shit. And, like, my favorite is, like, these people that reach out and they have, like, little to no confidence, you know? And, like, they just, like, I don't know, you know? They just feel bad about themselves. And, like, I just really try it. And, like, it's not really about the hair, the haircut per se. It's mostly about sculpting it to what they need. Okay. But the thing that I hate the most is when, like, I'm styling someone's hair and, like, they're like, oh, are you going to do this? Oh, are you going to do that? When, like, they still have the cape on. I, <laughs> I still have my gloves on. Like, I'm not, like done, not done at all. And yeah. they're like, oh, wait, are you going to do this? Or are you going to do that? Or, like, uh. And then, oh. like, so I'm like, hey, man, once the cape's off and I showed you in the mirror, yeah. then you could tell me something. Yeah. So it's like, uh, yeah. Just be patient. Yeah. Be patient. Because there's levels to it, you know? Like, you can go and get a $5 haircut, and it's going to be, like... Depending on the person, it's all subjective, you know? Like, it could be the other good haircut or, like, whatever, run-of-the-mill bullshit. Or you could pay a little bit more and then get, like, something that's sculpted to you yeah. and, like, someone who spends time on trying to... Figure out what's good for you. Yeah, and yeah. I just see I just see, see hair as a canvas, man. I, yeah. like, I mess around with the... Enoch 
from Power at the Past. Nice. Shout out to Enoch. What up? Uh, he uh, calls me a hair tailor. Okay. Hair tailor. Because okay. I tailor, I tailor your hair to your needs, you know. And I, I, cons- I consider myself a little bit like, sounds stupid or cheesy, but like, like I'm a sculptor. I yeah. sculpt hair. Yeah. And like, I don't know. It's cool, you know. And like, I've been getting more followers online, and like, things have been like really like snow- snowballing yeah. and progressing, yeah. and like. It's cool, man, and, like, I just do it, and I think the reason that I'm succeeding is because uh, I love what I do, and I love El Paso, and I really want to see it grow, and, like, El Paso right now is going through the renaissance, I yeah. think, through its renaissance, because I call it the El Paso boom, because everything's fucking changing. Yeah, man. we're like, on the cusp of something great. So, and the reason that for that is because all the military money that came in, yeah. but guess what? That's outside money that came in, so now all these people who have a little bit more coin to spend, see what a gem El Paso is, and we're a diamond in the rough. A if diamond you, in the rough. I don't know who hears this and hasn't been here, but El Paso <laughs> is uh, the 19th largest city in the nation. We are top three safest cities. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're kind of this island because we're so far from a lot of stuff, but we have this little island of Texas, New Mexico, and Mexico, and we're not any of those. We're all three of them. Yeah. Like, we're the Southwest, but we're Mexico, but we're Texas. It's kind of like this weird conundrum, like, Bermuda Triangle of, yeah. like, this beautiful culture that we have. Like, people honestly care about other people here. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many times, like, I see people helping other people, and people trip out. Like, yeah. I, I was lucky enough, and I traveled to the East Coast. I got mugged right when I got to New York. What? Yeah, just because I grew up here, you know, and I grew up, like, we never locked our door growing up. And that's a lucky thing for us, you know, because yeah. yeah. it's a safe city, and, um... So I went to the East Coast and like I was just this uh, 21-year-old kid from El Paso that I thought everybody wanted to be my friend, you know. <laughs> and uh, I got mugged twice. Jeez. Twice. <laughs> twice. Dude. Well, because I was looking up at New York like starry-eyed, rose-colored yeah. lenses, like <laughs> walking around like, "Wow, this Still is have New to watch York!" Your wallet, dude. <laughs> Whoa! Like straight up looking at the building. So these guys saw me from a mile away, you know. Yeah. And then uh. But you learn, you know, and I think that developed the character that I am now. And uh, I was lucky enough to do a lot of stuff and see a lot of cool stuff and, like, see kind of the bigger picture. And I want to do that and bring it back to El Paso. Yeah. And uh, I'm lucky enough to, like, be doing yeah. stuff, yeah, you know. Yeah, be a part and of that, it. Yeah, and yeah. that's why you asked me to be here, right? Just because, yes. like, I am a stylist, but I feel like I just do more stuff than that. Yeah. And, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, it's cool. Like, jack of all trades, you know, and uh, we're trying to master some of them. But I think, like, me being a stylist is helping me to be in people's lives, you know, yeah. like, on a grander scale and just kind of, like, I don't know, and just be, like, an advocate for El Paso and, like... Yeah, because it's, it's, if you think about it, like, it's weirdly connected. Like, the fact that we both know David, you've worked with him, like, we've interviewed him on the podcast. Oh, yeah. He's and then we work together at Power at the Pass. Yeah. It's... It's fucking weird. Like. I think it all needs to happen because, like, I don't want to get on a spiritual trip on a drinking thing, but it all needs to happen <laughs> because it needs to happen yeah. for the benefit. There's ju- always a reason for it. Yeah, for everything sure. is connected. You know, yeah. you can say that. That's that's cool. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And I just feel awesome. like there's like this huge energy swirling around El Paso, and yeah. like there's definitely people tapping into it, and uh, we all three of us are, and uh, it's a beautiful thing, you know, yeah. like. To get nerdy, it's like the speed force and we're all flash, <laughs> you know? And we're running at the same vibe, frequency, and connecting with the right people. And yeah. just like out of a genuine love for the city, I don't want to get cheesy or whatever, but... That's what uh, it is. No, I, it I is used, what it is. I used and to, we we I love used, having people like you on the podcast. I used to, and, you know, I used to hate El Paso. There. I grew up hating El Paso. Yeah. Like, 
you know, I grew up poor. I grew up, like, looking at stuff on TV and, like, why don't I have that? Getting mom mad at my mom because she's an immigrant, you know? Okay. And then you travel and it changes your whole perspective. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so proud of my mom for being, like, an immigrant from Mexico working so hard herself, single-parent mom, for me to, to like, drop out of college, <laughs> you know? So I just, like, I just think it's amazing that this El Paso culture, like, people come from nothing, and they build yeah. empires. Yeah. And El Paso totally. is... Uh, and def- you're building your own. Your little own empire. You're doing your thing. Yeah, you know, I'm, and, um, I'm also yeah. making my own hair products. So, Ooh. yeah. A little... Wow. A little okay. Uh, okay. What's that called? Uh, spoiler alert. Uh-oh. I should... Well... It's cool. Like, um, it's in the it's in the That's works. That's cool. Keep and, working uh, on that. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to talk too much about it, but it's gonna happen. And it's happening. And, it's uh, in the works. And the website's coming up. Okay. Oh with yeah. Ralph. Cool. And, like, just <laughs> oh, a, just nice. a lot of good stuff is happening with I think the right state of mind and the right direction of like just like we're the 19th largest city in the nation. Like I think we should yeah. act like it now and not. But act like it in our own right because we're our not. In our own way. We're we not need, like we need this. To, I think El Paso needs to find its own. And we're finally Way, cultivating our own culture. And like, this is else. us. Don't fuck yeah. with us. We got our own vibe. Yeah. You come totally. into our vibe. You don't come with outside money and try to change yeah. our vibe. Yeah. Awesome. So don't like, bite. And don't then bite. like, we're this just like, I love this culture that we have. It's beautiful. Like, also, the sunsets here in the Southwest and El Paso. Oh, we have the best sunsets bar and the best none, clouds. Bar none. The like, best fucking incredible. clouds. <laughs> I, that's what I told Juan. I'm like, Juan, when you move to El Paso with me, you're going to love the fucking clouds and the sunsets and yeah. the colors and all that. Just aesthetically, it's beautiful. The like, mountain. Everything is so beautiful. So, yes. Visit. Come visit. Come, come visit. visit El Paso. Um, come visit. I'm, I'm not a paid spokesperson. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But we will be. Some money. We need sponsorship. No. To the city but, of El Paso, yeah. we, yeah, you seriously. can pay us. Hey, you can visit El Paso. We need sponsorship. <laughs> I just feel so, like yeah. uh, I don't know. I feel like this conviction to share the city with yeah. other people, and yeah. I, I'm in this position where I get to meet a lot of people and just share a lot of things. So, like, it sounds cheesy again, I, but I consider myself an ambassador to the city. Yeah. Because everything that I've done in my life, I connect with people from outside the city, and I like we're just big magnets to each other, and we're all connecting people. So, I'm I'm yeah. still, and I shouldn't be, but I'm still surprised when people come to visit El Paso. Me too. I'm just like, you're from Brooklyn? You're coming to El Paso? Yeah, what are you doing here? Well, yeah, you know what? <laughs> and I hate saying that because it's not, it's not that I don't believe in El Paso. Exactly. But it's just like, okay, well, this it's is like, what how we did you hear about us? No, Why no, okay, so, We need the okay, attention so from the outside. Exactly yeah. what you're saying. Just think of San Antonio. San yeah. Antonio has six flags, river, walk, whatever, whatever. Sea world. El Paso is almost on the same Tex-Mex vibe as San Antonio. They're just a little bit more uh, generic about it. I think it. we yeah. need to embrace more our history because that's a problem. So, so check this out. This is what's going to happen. We're going to bring tourism to the city. Mm. Um, there was a Tro Society event at Power at the Pass. Oh, yeah. Tro Society is a shit, man. Oh, so they love El Paso and they believe in El Paso too. And yeah. it's a bunch of heavy hitters with uh, with money that they can invest. So I don't know if you guys know what the Tro Society is. It's just a bunch of people who own a lot of the buildings they're, around they're, El Paso. Yeah, they're the Preservation Society and they try to... So guess yeah. they want to implement a live, work, play mm. kind of thing downtown because guess what? El Paso downtown is very small. Mason Sales is part of that one. Mason Sales. I got to call you, Mason. Yeah. I got your Mason number. is part of that. I know that for sure. So, so yeah. what they were talking about is uh, is uh, bringing tourism here. Yeah. So one of the projects is building also, which I love and I'm totally behind, is embracing our culture. Mexico, New Mexico, Texas, but mostly Hispanic. Yeah. 
and it's like this beautiful culture that we have and it's beautiful you know yeah, the people are beautiful and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, we're not a minority no, no. fuck no man no. we're the majority but people don't realize the power that they have and they hold yeah. you know so it's just awakening that and what's going to happen to bring some tourism there is uh, right when you cross the border there's an abandoned building Mm-hmm. Nobody buys it because guess what? They're historic buildings, so you have to preserve them. Oh, okay. And, and that requires a lot of money. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can only do X amount of stuff with the building that you preserve and la la la. So yeah. that's why you have all these ex- historic buildings with storefronts that are like generic kind of mm-hmm. like stores because yeah. they can only operate out of that bottom thing. And you yeah. see these beautiful buildings built by Henry Trost that are just kind of there going to waste. So they're, what they're going to build is a uh, 30 to 40 foot. La Aila from the Mexican flag out of steel. Wow. So how cool is that? They're going to build the eagle from the Mexican flag on this historic building, 30, 40 feet tall out of steel as a tourist attraction on our side of the border. So when people from Mexico cross, they see that eagle. Yeah. How cool is that? Fuck Trump. Paradise is here in El Paso. That's what I gotta say. Eagle on a cactus. But, okay, but, snake. but, but yeah. before you guys get all crazy excited, this is just a project. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a project that they want, and it's always everything takes money. Tro Society. You can find them on Facebook. You yeah. can go to the meetings. You can contribute. Yeah, Melissa yeah. with Tro Society is awesome, man. So uh, me and Richie coordinated an event with her. It was the it was the artist uh, silent auction for the Tro Society which was a social networking thing, which just meant the whole big wigs that own a lot of stuff in El Paso coming yeah. together and buying art inspired by the buildings because... Uh, and it was like Diego Robot. And it was Diego yeah. Robot and Tino Ortega, and it was me and Richie who coordinated it. And cool. uh, it went awesome, you know, uh, until I got super drunk. <laughs> <laughs> but... Cool. Good but, times. Good times but, were had by all. But It sounds like... I was wearing a three-piece yeah. suit. How could you not get drunk? Oh, right, that's true. And like, Anyways, yeah. It was cool. It was, but the best thing about it was all these young, broke pioneers that were there, me and other people. Uh, with all the, yeah. Uh, just like a lot of the Los Visionaries guys and just a lot of people doing stuff for the city that have great ideas. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they were we were rubbing elbows with these top one percent dudes that yeah, have I was the old say, money. Yeah, I was gonna say, you need the, the and we were sharing ideas, so, yeah. and it was great, and it was cool to see like you know like independent young people like I call, still call myself a young person, um, <laughs> mixing, young, mixing with this crowd, and that just means things are changing. Yeah, so yeah. it's just an exciting time, you know. Like I I'm lucky enough to have like I have a job offer in Austin or in New York to cut hair at a, at these Veda salons because I went to the Veda school. But I was like, I could jump into a scene over there and like, yeah, cool, it'll be dope. I'll do yeah. a thing, or we but could, you, but, but or we could pioneer and bring those things here. Because yeah. I hate it when people True. are like, people would go to Power at the Pass and uh, the studio, and they'd be like, oh, this is so New York. Oh, this is so this is so LA. I was like, yeah. no, dude, this, this is, is so Paso. El Paso. This is El Paso. Yeah. They go to yeah. Epic Rail Yard and they're like, dude, this is so New York. I was like, no, dude, this is so El Paso. And that's what I want. And that's what I wanted to bring. Like, this is El Paso. This is what we're doing. And, like, one haircut at a time, you know? One haircut at a time. And, uh, there you and go. also yeah. uh, also creating art pieces and uh, doing events and, like, doing a lot yeah. of stuff. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, sure. I'm lucky enough to uh, to be blessed with, like, knowing people that were doing stuff and just yeah. helping the city out, man. Like, I don't know. I feel. Uh, well, I think that you're a true El Paso. And yeah. you know You're what? a true I think, person that's came back, that, which we need a lot of. Wait, can biggest, we clone you? That's the biggest. <laughs> that's one of the biggest compliments I've ever yeah. gotten. You know? Yeah, you are. Because to be a true El Pasoing to me means that you have a lot of drive, a lot of determination, mm-hmm. a lot of heart, 
yeah. and you believe in you something bigger faith. than yourself. Yeah. You gotta have faith. Yeah. You gotta have faith. So yeah. it takes a lot. So that's what it is. It is what it is. And with that, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Wrap so it up. Again. So don't. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> so again. Keep drinking your beer. You had your rusty nail and just a beer. No, well, so, I, yeah. I was and the shot and uh, <laughs> honestly, <laughs> I, I was a little, I was a little, shot, yeah. I was a little nervous before I got here, so, so I had a couple drinks okay. just because I'm. Okay. And yeah, you did great. <laughs> So, so ladies and gentlemen, please support Adrian. Adrian Joshua. Don't yeah. support me. Support Instagram. El Paso. Support when local you, artists. They can support El Paso by supporting you because then you're an their entrepreneur. So yes, an entrepreneur. Um, yeah, guys. So yeah. Look out for <laughs> look out for high desert all natural hair products that'll be coming high out soon. High desert all natural if hair products. Want, That's guys, awesome. If you guys want to support El Paso, just support that. It's solely homegrown. Yes. It's everything coming out of here and. Uh, yeah, we're doing it out of uh, just respect and homage to El Paso, and uh, it's going to be good. Awesome. Well, Look there you go, it. people. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll wrap it up. Thank you guys for listening. <laughs> this has been Inside the Drinker Studio. Look for us on Instagram, Facebook, and SoundCloud, iTunes, all this. Look for us on the street. Like, look for us on the street. <laughs> look for us on, at, at Black Orchid. We're at the Black Orchid Lounge. We're at Pirate yeah. the Pass. We're at Epic. Epic Rail Yard Studio. Yes. We're everywhere. We're everywhere. We're on the present El Paso. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Um, Bye. See you later, guys. Thank you so much for having me. This was a blast. Thank you, Adrian. What is shit? I love is it. No matter what they say. Let's not talk about the best. The best is dead, there's nothing left for love and messing up in for all sins.